It is Friday. Uh, producer Robbie and audio producer Ethan put together Friday Fanatics, some of our favourite callers from Perth across the week. Asking the question, were you a terrible teenage employee? Like uh, a couple of, we're assuming they were teenagers, uh, wrote a <laughs> bit of a rude note about complaining about what a massive order it was. <laughs> Somebody ordered Hungry Jacks and uh, this massive order was really inconvenient. Go somewhere else next yeah. time. <laughs> Imagine being at a pub, right, and uh, ordering some beers and someone saying to you, sorry, mate, uh, no, you've too, ordered too, too much. Many beers. No, that's too many beers. It's like, mate, I'm giving you <laughs> literally business. That's how business works. William from Bell Divers is on the line. G'day, William. Were you a terrible teenage employee? Yeah, i got a good one here. <laughs> when I was uh, in high school, yep. I used to work Saturday, Sunday at the car wash. Sure. <laughs> and I used to give, um, like, it wasn't com- uncommon for a, a rewash to come through. So I'd give, I'd give a car a rewash a day. Pocket the eighteen bucks and go over to KFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, William, William, that William! Is Did they ever find out, mate? Did you end up getting the sack? Nah, never. No, nah, you just uh, left after a while. Yeah, grew up, eh? You grew up. What are you doing now, William? <laughs> Uh, diesel fitter, mate. Okay. All right. We'll make sure that uh, your boss didn't hear you say that last story. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good <laughs> on you. All righty. Let's go to Michael in Kensington. Hey, Michael. Yeah, hi, Ambers. Hi, Katie. G'day, Hello. Michael. Were you a terrible teenage um, employee? Yeah, it wasn't the greatest. Um, <laughs> I used to work for the city of Canning. I started working with them when I was 16, and I worked at a leisure facility that they, it was owned by the city of Canning. Yeah. Um, and... What I used to do is I used to tell all the lifeguards a few inappropriate jokes. And anyway, this went on for like three or four weeks. And then the management, the supervisors got complaints from members of the public. Oh, um, someone's been telling inappropriate jokes. So the lifeguards were called in for a meeting. Mm-hmm. And then um, what was discussed during that meeting was, um, oh, now someone's been telling inappropriate jokes on pool deck. And we just had a few complaints from the members of the public. And, they, and the lifeguards laughed because they knew exactly who it was. It, <laughs> it was me. I was from the naughty boy. <laughs> oh, Michael. So you're the one spreading the dirty jokes, but the lifeguards are the ones that got in trouble for it. Yep. They had to suffer <laughs> the consequences for my jokes. I should have got the written warning for <laughs> yeah, it anyway. But yeah. No doubt. Oh, Michael. It's, Unlucky. Yeah. Well, good for you. Good for you, yeah. Not, not great just for you. blame it on someone else. That's Never it. take responsibility. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Deanne is in Averley. Hey, Deanne. Hi, how's it going? G'day, Deanne. Were you a terrible teenage employee? I was, but I was trying to be a good employee. Okay. I used to work at a hardware store, a popular one yep. in Perth, and basically I worked in the tool shop section, and there was always like a tool shop guy that knew everything about tools, but I was just on the cashier. Sure. Anyway, people used to always come in, and they would ask what sort of drill bit they needed mm-hmm. for whatever job mm. around the house. Um, and I remember overhearing the tool shop guy talking to somebody and he used to always go on about the diamond bit yep. to cut through anything. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty solid bit of kit. So anytime someone would come to me and they'd be like, oh, I've got this panel I need to do or this wood or what, whatever, brick, yeah. it's always the diamond drill. Diamond bit. drill, Deanne, that <laughs> is honestly elite. A hundred plus <laughs> But technically, you're yeah. employee of the bloody month, then, if yeah. you're yeah. selling hundreds yeah, of diamond years. bits. <laughs> just that is absolutely so anything. Good. Oh, just the diamond bit yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. my little diamond coming your way. <laughs> yeah. Great call, Deanne. Michael from Byford. 
Sounds like you might have been a pretty ordinary employee too growing up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was working in a servo at yep. the end of a at the end of a toll bridge, and um, yeah, I was working the night shift on a weekend to try and make some extra cash. Sure. And uh, yeah, I got I got robbed because uh, I fell asleep with my head on the counter, um, oh. and I woke up just before the end of my shift, which is all right. And then I went <laughs> home, um, but it wasn't until I turned up to my my shift the next day, my boss said, "So what happened to you last night?" And I said, "Oh." oh. I don't know what you mean. And he said, well, you got robbed. I said, nah, what are you talking about? And he said, well, look at the cameras. And I looked at the cameras. There was um, <laughs> like a, there was like a pikey campsite just down the road and they turned up in a van and just stole everything <laughs> off the forecourt. Like even the, the stand that all the flowers were in, they just put the whole stand in the van and took all the fire extinguishers, all the bags of wood, Michael. everything. And it was nuts. And Michael's just snoozing oh, away. Bloody though, bloody pikeys, eh? <laughs> it sounds like a lot of like hectic armed yeah. robbery and Michael's just like... Yeah, I slept through the whole thing. I was really, actually on the video camera. I yeah. lifted my head up and looked through the window and went back to sleep, but I don't remember any of that. Oh, those just... video cameras, mate, they caught you out. Yeah, Michael's the same. I thought I was dreaming that we were being robbed. Anyway, yeah. going back to sleep. <laughs> oh, I love that, Michael. Great call. Liam is in uh, Karamar. Hello, Liam. How are you? G'day, Liam. <laughs> Terrible teenage employee. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the best. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> I, I worked at a uh, outdoor, I suppose, sporting goods store. Yep. And um, if I didn't, if I got a customer that I didn't quite like, or you know, they pissed me off, whatever. Yep. I would just uh, nip out the back to tell them I have to go find find out something out the back. I'd nip out there, have a coffee, and just not come back out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just let them hang just out there. Yeah. <laughs> <In the front>. yeah. <laughs> so your, your your job was to serve people, but if you didn't like them or they spoke to you in a different way, you just went out and had a coffee and didn't return. Yeah, that's it. How many c- complaints were filed against you, Liam? Oh, I wouldn't know, mate. <laughs> You probably didn't too, care. I was too busy having a coffee and a smoke. <laughs> we are asking you one triple three five three. Those super catchy jingles you can't get out of your head, and you'd love to hear more of them. Jane from Canningvale. Jake. All right, Jakey boy. <laughs> Someone's written it. G'day, Andrew. Yeah, g'day, Jakey. Tell us uh, <laughs> what's your jingle that you'd love to hear again. Uh, big one in my childhood was the old aeroplane jelly jingle. Oh, Jake, here uh, yeah. it is. I'm an aeroplane jelly. Aeroplane jelly for me. Jackie boy, sing it loud and proud. Oh, Jake. I like it for dinner. I like it for tea. A little each day is a good recipe. I like aeroplane jelly. I love that for Beautiful. you. Well done. Kicks Great things throwback. off. All right, Jesse from Lansdale. Can you beat Jakey's aeroplane jelly? Oh, I'm going to have to go in the Nestle Crunch. <gasps> oh, I Nestle Crunch. This one. All right, hang on a minute. Crunches, crunches, when it crunches. That's why I love Nestle Crunch. <laughs> That's the one, eh, Jesse? <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. Of course it is. You like that one? That's the one, wasn't it? Yeah, I love it. That's the one. Perfect. Yeah, beautiful. Teresa is from Parkwood. Uh, Tell us your favourite jingle, Teresa. The favourite jingle. So I'm not sure if you guys heard it here in Australia, but from New Zealand, and I've been here 28 years, so (laughs) definitely, definitely 
Australian. Yes. But um, <laughs> sure it is. So Adam and Eve used to get on well till Eve rigged Adam about his smell and the snake said, Adam, splash this on. And autumn came and the leaves are gone. Where, where, where would you be without Brew 33? <laughs> Fruit brew 33. 33. So what was Brew 33? What was that, like a deodorant or something? No, Brew 33 is that really, really cheap cologne. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you remember all yeah, of yeah, the yeah. words, Teresa. That Teresa, was... one more time. Yeah. So Adam and Eve used to get on well till Eve rigged Adam about his smell and Snake said Adam splashed us on and Autumn came and the leaves were gone. Where, where, where would you be without Brute 33? Oh, and great history lesson as well with Adam and Eve in there. There you go. Well done. <laughs> Good on that, you, Teresa. Teresa. Good job. Well done. <laughs> Abby is in Waikiki. Hello, Abby. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys, my jingle is the grout grout. <gasps> oh, oh, my goodness. Right. My wife loves this one too, Abby. Is it this one, Abby? The Abby, you still hear it on the radio all yeah. the time, and it's a great yeah. jingle. Yeah. It is. It's a great one. That <laughs> commercials were the best. Really good, too. <laughs> well done, Abby. Great I just call. want to use the grout guy at the moment. All like, the time. I don't really need to use him, but, you know, <laughs> if I do. See jingles at work. William is in Baldivis. Hello, William. How's it going? Good. G'day, William. Tell us the jingle that you want to bring back. Oh, I don't really want to bring it back, but it's annoying as it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which one's Which one that one? Oh, we can't hear. Are you singing this for us? Go again. Yeah, it's the reading writing hotline, the one three double oh six triple five. Oh, this one, William. One three double oh six triple five oh six. William, you're right. Yeah, but that's, you, that's you never forget annoying. the number, though, right? Yeah, that's fine. The number's actually hard to remember. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You and me. <laughs> hey, uh, Mark is in Q Dow. What's another jingle you want to bring back, Mark? I used to like the old uh, Louis the Fly. Ah, oh, yes. I've got that. It was good, and it was actually a good good sort of cartoon as well. So it, it sort of had a double thing where if you watched it on TV, it was pretty entertaining. Say bye bye to Louis the Fly. Once away or more tea, you'll never be seen. It's the end for Louis the Fly. The start of it is actually better. Yeah, I'm Louis okay. the Fly. I'm Louis, Louis the Fly. fly. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Straight from Free garbage from tip to you. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah. Uh, good on you, Mark. Great call. Uh, what about Tom? Remember uh, Happy Little Vegemite? Oh, yeah. Happy little Vegemite for breakfast, lunch, and tea. Because we love our Vegemite. We all adore our Vegemite. It was a rose in every tree. Also, I love chicken tonight. Oh, yeah, I love chicken, chicken tonight. tonight. Yeah. Oh, there's so what, what, many. What, what, mama's making canton doesn't take long for the word to get around. Mama's. No, no. Don't remember that one? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I do not Mama's remember that. Mama's making Canton. Really? What yeah. was that? Mama's making Canton. Doesn't take no. long for the word to get around. No. Canton no. was like a, a, an Asian brand, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think so. <laughs> anyway, quacka doors. Quacka, quacka, quacka garage doors. Oh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. a good one. That. That's and a good one. just a classy 13, 13, 32. 32. That's 13. 1332. Oh, you sound like the guy. Oh, look, the um, people are still calling up. I they want to get involved. All right. Great trip down memory lane that was.
What is your pet hate on a plane? Embers, you were just saying that you hate when people do number twos. I think it's just disrespectful, Katie. <laughs> so my friend is a yep. flight attendant and she said, Oi, can you tell Embers at least he doesn't have to eat his dinner right outside the toilets once those freaks have done their number two. <laughs> oh, there you so go, it yes. always could be worse. Yes, it could definitely be worse. <laughs> Michelle's from a cool up. Tell us your pet hate on the plane, Michelle. Well, um, when the stewardesses call which rows should begin boarding and everybody goes to line up for it. Yes, Michelle, (laughs) I love this. Because also, why do you want to stand in a line for ages? Just sit down until the last second. I think the main reason is people are hoping to get their onboard luggage in without really looking for like other ways to get their luggage on board. I know. And they think that what the uh, air hosts aren't going to see their ticket and, and say, oh, yeah, that's okay. You can just get on there first. It's like, no. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. The plane's going to wait till everyone gets on anyway. I actually prefer to actually sit out, be the last Same. one on the plane because you're going to be so claustrophobic in those small chairs anyway. Same. The more time I can spend off the plane, the better. I totally agree with you. Well, yeah, you can get up and line up, but I'll be waiting. That <laughs> Good on you, Embers. Uh, good one, Michelle. Nathan is in Thornley. Hello, Nathan. G'day. G'day, Nathan. What's your pet hate on the plane? Working 40, uh, in 40-degree 40 heat out in the Pilbara, oh. jumping on a five-boat flight home with yep. uh, bloke having had an opportunity to have a shower and oh, take their yeah. sweaty yes. boots off. Yeah, people who haven't showered bad BO on a plane because there's no circulation, so there's just no the heat just uh, sorry the smell just sticks. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh god. Yeah, I don't really like that. I guess you are going home though. That that may make you feel a bit better. If it was going the other way, I think it'd be even worse. But I guess if you were going the other way, then you would expect that those guys would have a shower and it might not be as hot, Caitlin, on the plane. Did you just you call me Caitlin? So I did. You just called me Caitlin. I felt like I was talking to my wife then. Yeah, I know. And you were like getting like quite like <laughs> serious about it. Okay, never call me Caitlin again. That's your wife. I'm Katie. Thank you. This is Carly. Carly from Perth City. Hello. Hi. Yes. Hello. What is Hi, your Carly. pet hate on a plane? Um, I've actually got two, but I really hate seat recliners. Yeah. Oh. And um, the people that stand as soon as the plane has Come oh. to a stop with your yes. seatbelt sign off. Yeah, let's um, unpack this, yep. Katie or Carly. Carly. Hey, Carly. <laughs> I'm just calling Caitlin. I'm going, Katie, uh, Carly, let's unpack this for a sec. So if you are sitting in a chair, what's your thoughts about reclining? Um, Unless I'm flying international, I pretty much don't do it. You don't do it, yeah. I'm a bit I the don't. same, actually. I don't do it. I don't. I mean, I guess you pay for your ticket. You should be able to recline your chair, but I'm a bit like you, Carly. I'm a little bit respectful for the people behind me. Can I just say, Carly, uh, I will definitely do it if the person in front of me has reclined because the person behind you can recline as well. However, I always look to see who's behind me. If it's just like a younger person, then I don't mind doing it because they can do it. But if it's an old person, no, I won't do it. Or if it's someone who's like really tall with no leg room, then I won't do it either. Very true. That's right. Okay, thank you. We're all very judgmental at the moment, aren't we? We turn around and just... uh, just going, yeah, okay, I'm uh, putting that chair back because I don't like you. <laughs> no, but, like, I don't know. It's You do pay for your ticket. If I want to recline and watch a movie, I feel like I can, but everyone else can too. Anyway, pet hate on the plane. Obviously, we've spoken about number twos on the plane. Oh, I can't believe people do number twos on the plane. Even Just go to the toilet though? before you hop on the plane. 
But what about I still, inter- think, I still think you can hold your bladder. I think maybe go and do it in the number one. Yep, you might have to. But number two, I think you can hold it. Do you also know that number twos don't come out of your bladder? Where do they come out of? Out of your rectum. Your yeah, rectum. <laughs> Mr. B from Helena. I'm sure he's got a rectum. Hey, uh, Mr. B, how are you? I'm great, thanks. That's good, Mr. B. Now tell us, uh, what's your pet hate on the plane? Um, people who come on the plane with a, um, you know, a, a seven kilos of luggage in, in an approved bag, <laughs> plus a handbag or a man bag that's almost as big, <laughs> and one of those laundry bags that looks like they've come from the laundrette. <laughs> I think they can fit them all in oh, their no. own head. Like I said. Oh, no, I'm hearing you, Mr. Tons B. Tons of carry-on, and then they literally take up all of the overhead um, space. Yes. Yeah. So what they are, so basically what they want to do, right, is they want to carry light, but really they haven't got light luggage. So they don't actually don't want to put it downstairs because when they get off a plane, they want to make sure that they're the first out and into the taxi and then gone. So that's why they do carry-on. That's why they've got five bags. Or they're over, they've exceeded the limit in their suitcase, so they take stuff out of their suitcase and take it on as carry-on luggage. Yeah. Yeah, in, in summary, they're just not team players. Yeah. That's not, exactly no, right. you're right, Mr. Yes. B. Good on you, Mr. B. Thanks love, for your call. Love, Mr. B. All right, Alec is in Yanchep. Hey, Alec. How's it going? G'day. What's your pet hate on the plane, Alec? Um, I'm the pet hate. I'm okay. a freakishly large human being. Oh. All right. Well, that's, mate, you know, you can't help that. <laughs> oh, I can. I'm a fat bugger. Okay. <laughs> so do you have to um, get uh, reserved two seats for the plane, Alec? I'm not there yet, but not I do yet. need a seatbelt extension. Okay. So I'm, um, I'm six foot six and pushing 150 kg, and it's oh, an uncomfortable flight wow. when I'm You're in the middle. You're a big fella, Alec. Yeah, do you have right. to fly much yeah. for work, or do you get on the plane these days? No, thankfully it's only for um, birth, deaths, and marriages. So, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, Alec, do people do people say anything or complain like to you? No, but there's okay, a look good. of just absolute fear as I oh. walk down the aisle of a plane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, people are like, "Coming today, Malik, seats taken, seats taken." Yeah. Good on you, Alec. You're in a foxhole. Good luck, buddy. Thanks good on you. Your, thanks for your call. Renee is in Swan Valley. Hey, Renee. Hi guys, how are you? Hi, Renee. Very well. What's your pet hate on a plane? Um, well, it's either being vomited on or oh. people that can handle their alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hang on. No. A little bit both. I was flying, uh, living on the east coast. Flew back to Perth for Anzac Day. Mm-hmm. Flew in the night before and then flew out the day, the morning after Anzac Day. And I was on the aisle seat. There was a really, really drunk guy, and I can't believe they let him on, but they did. Um, opposite me on the aisle, and the second we took off, he literally his entire contents of his oh. body left. <gasps> the girl in no. front of me—it was like a comedy of errors. We had to sit in it till the seatbelt <laughs> sign yeah. came off. Then yeah. the hosties came running down, and one of them slid oh. in it in the aisle. <laughs> it was absolutely that is—that's oh, no. disgusting. He stood up, he took his shirt and his pants off, uh, sat back down, put his seatbelt <laughs> back on and fell asleep for the rest of the flight while we... He had the best was, flight ever. <laughs> oh, He's we like, were baby wiping ourselves and then oh. the hostess 
asked me if I wanted complimentary food and I went, um, no. <laughs> no, I don't no. want vodka Can you please food? move me to the front of the plane? Thanks very much. You, you know, Renee, I'm weird like this, but I actually love plain food, so I definitely would have taken up uh, that offer. I, um, I was going to say one of my pet hates is when the plane lands and people applaud, um, but I imagine oh. when um, that plane landed, you were that keen to get off that you would have been one of those people. I couldn't wait. The four hostesses, they couldn't do enough. They were like, we're sorry. We don't know what to do. Oh, oh, do I? oh, oh gosh. Not Great call, Renee. That's uh, absolute beauty. Finally, Doc from Golden Bay. G'day, Doc. G'day, Chops. G'day, Embers. How's going? Going very <laughs> well, Doc. mate. Uh, you sound on, like buddy. you've got a pet hate. Yeah, I agree with you. What's that? The oh, number two on the plane? Yeah, the two I can't stand people that go and drop their kids off at the pool. I'm with you, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> but, Doc, can I just ask, what about on an international flight when you're going to be on the plane for, you know, 10, 12 hours? Chop, if you're going to be on a plane for 10, 12 hours, yeah, probably acceptable. Okay, good. But uh, domestic, yeah. No, I think you can avoid it. I know, but yeah. I, I did mention this earlier, but, Doc, if they don't go, then you have some hectic uh, smells coming your way. But that's about, it's about eating yeah, well, the right that, foods. You're not going to go to, you know, like oh, your local right, um, Indian Indian restaurant before you hop on a plane, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Are you? Exactly. You're going to have like a nice um, well, little bit of, what uh, plane foods a couple, on maybe there. a couple of crackers and some cheese or what something like that. What happens if the plane food is uh, doesn't sit well in the tum-tum-dum-dum? No, dum. don't eat it. Hey, choose Why the not? one that's going to avoid nah, you from going off. to the toilet, don't you reckon, Doc? I agree. <laughs> good on you, Doc. That was good. People get very fired up about playing Yeah, anything. well, now that we can fly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Asking the question, your biggest stuff up at work after the officials forgot to turn off the GPS tracker from the Rotto Swim app. Just had one job. <laughs> Betty, press the button. Betty, he's not coming to work on Monday. Press Betty, the don't button, have Betty. a job. Uh, Darren is from Two Rocks. Uh, g'day, Darren. Tell us, did this stuff up involve yourself or someone else? Uh, it actually involved myself, actually. Uh, many years when I was younger, I was working in a uh, in a poly shop. Now, we used to do uh, tables and chairs and furniture and stuff like that. My job was to strip everything down. So yep. you know, I had the tinner stripper. I, I was in this cupboard one day, a tall cupboard, so had it standing up, put the stripper on the side of it, stripped it all off, but I put the tinner stripper on the top of the cupboard. So okay. when I was doing that, I thought, oh, this is really hard. So the next, the, the other side, I'll actually lay it down and, you know, do it, you know, so it's not so bad. So yep. we finished it off and everything and went to uh, <laughs> pull the bloody cupboard over. I forgot about the chin on the top, oh, didn't I? Oh, no. It's, oh, no. It slid, it slid off because it, I didn't put the cap on it. Oh, no. it's, it's, it's hit me fair square between the eyes. So I've had paint stripper in my eyes, up my nose, in my mouth, <laughs> everywhere. And, but, and but stripped everything down. Yeah, split my head open, and then I knew I had a tin of, uh, tin of thinners near me somewhere. So I found that and dumped my hands in the thinners and splashed my face with thinners just to stop the burning from oh the bloody no. stripper. Oh, no, yes. Jeez. How, many, yeah. how much furniture was inside as well? Did you strip down all the furniture too or just yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I eventually finished the cupboard you know, the, the next day after being taken to the hospital and getting stitches and oh, everything. But. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it eventually got done. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that was my big stuff up. <laughs> and Darren, I thought that strippers are uh, supposed to be fun. 
<laughs> well, it was until they, yeah, until they did that. D- Darren didn't have a good uh, career in stripping after that. Uh, <laughs> good on you, Darren. Great call. Joe is Joe is in Pest somewhere. It says Joe Mobile. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, Joe. Hello. How are you? G'day, Very Joe. Well. When did you stuff it up, mate? Oh, mate. A while ago, this was. Um, I'm uh, driving a forklift. And I uh, was working for this uh, beverage company, and uh, at the at the time, you know, the the you're carrying uh, pallets with like we call them cubes. Yep. They have like um, you know, one point two five liter bottles. Um, saying that six in a in a carton, we got probably about uh, quite a few, probably three hundred per pallet. Yeah. And uh, I go to put this pallet up um, on on top of the other ones uh, already there. There's like four. And I put the fifth one on, and I go back on a bit of an angle, and all of a sudden they all start crashing down. No, oh, no. <laughs> Joseph. Oh my God. Oh, were you and in with, big with, trouble? Uh, not too bad. I mean, it, it, it did take about two or three of us to clean the mess up, uh, oh and, and for for a couple of hours. And um, <laughs> luckily, they they were in plastic bottles, so uh, uh, it wasn't too messy, like not too much of a spill, but still a lot of cleaning up. <laughs> can, I, <laughs> uh, can I ask, Joe, the uh, two or three that had to help you clean up, were they just hating you because they've just you've just made them do extra work? Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you at the same company now, and it was Joe? all sticky and everything oh, too. Gross. Are you still at the same <laughs> place? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Bye, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your story, Walker, Joe. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. There's not much better than the Triple M Rush Hour podcast. Better your bet with Tab Touch. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858.